Welcome back to another episode of Who Gives a Hoot. Unfortunately, I am the one speaking to you at the start of this podcast. This is Riley, the producer. Um, Ryan was supposed to give us a little intro here into what we have going on today, which is an interview with Ben and Evan Conway that was recorded just after the end of last season. Um, So I'm going to kick it over there to them, let them take you through this podcast. This is Ben with Evan Conway right before the end of last season. All right. Uh, Welcome to The Journey. Um, This is our second audio, uh, The Journey. And we're here with Evan Conway. Um, And I have a fancy uh, intro, which is to say, I, um, Evan, how does it feel to go from uh, you know, the interview right before you were offered a professional contract to here before your last uh, regular season game of your first professional year. Uh, that, was yeah. much, that was much better in my head than it was. But uh, I mean, anyway. <laughs> uh, it was the, the COVID and, and everything that happened this season, but from, from that time to this time, seemed flew by. Absolutely. And it was a great journey, but it it is it blows my mind how fast that went for us. Yeah, it was uh, for a time where everybody spent a lot of time just sitting around. It it did seem to turn by pretty quick. Yeah. Um, yep. Let's uh, let's dive right in. What is uh, the first memory you have of soccer in your life? Oh, my first memory of soccer is definitely back in the rec soccer days of being, I don't know, it must be seven, six, seven years old, and uh, being coached by a friend's dads and getting to be on a team with your with your best buddies. And, and I, I can't say that I have specific memories of that time, but as far as thinking back to when soccer started in my head, that's what I see. Nice. Uh, so where are you living at this point? At this point or in a, in a few weeks? Oh, yeah, no, no, I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't know. want to know what's happening in a few weeks. Not ready to deal with that yet. But, uh, you know, you're six to seven. You're playing rec soccer with your best buds. Your friend's dads are coaching you. Uh, where's all this going down? I see. I see. All right. This is all going down back in my hometown of, of Whitefish Bay, which is right next to Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin. And, and I started there, and it went all the way until I was – Right before this, so 2022. 20, nice, 22 years in Whitefish Bay. I won't ask for any other stop. I won't ask where you're living. That <laughs> um, maybe maybe the, the college summer stop. But uh, so you're playing in a rec league. What uh what is sort of like your standout memory from this time? Standout. I think standout memories go back or go forward a little bit. Sorry to like being probably nine or 10 in, uh, in my youth club, which was also in Milwaukee. It was called uh, Bavarians. And okay, that's a pretty Milwaukee thing to be. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and I ended up coaching there too uh, at the end of college. Um, so it was kind of a full circle, but, but as far as first memories for soccer, um, just gotta be it's gotta be scoring goals, you know? Being on the home field. We called it our, our academy field. And um I I played a little bit of left back back in the day. Right at the start. And then they I think uh, 
were were you up? Were you were you on the list of potential left backs when it seemed like we might have a left back crisis here? Um, I I don't think I was, <laughs> and for the better. Um, but I you know wherever I'm playing on the field doesn't really matter to me to be honest. So would have played it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. There was uh. Yeah, right. I think when Donnie's rib got broken, all of a sudden it was like, uh, "Yeah, what's gonna what's gonna happen?" Our backup left backs been our center back for the last three months. Yep. Um, nice. So you're playing for the Bavarians. How long? Uh, how long did you play rec before you sort of got into a more formal club situation? Um, I think I started Bavarians when I was eight, or okay. maybe so. Maybe just a couple years a year or two of, uh, of wreck. Um, um, how'd you end up, uh, or I guess this is a question. Um, did you come from like a soccer playing family? What, uh, or we, did you just, you know, like, uh, my parents did, you know, Hey, this is a thing our, you know, four or five year old needs to do. Yeah. Uh, I, I do not come from a soccer family. No one in my family has played soccer before besides my <laughs> brother dabble a little bit ultimately choosing choosing baseball um mm. but i think a, a lot of the people that i was surrounded by and and something that helped me was being in uh, a club like bavarian like when i was eight years old you know so it started being less of what my parents were doing at that age because when you're eight it's like what are my friends doing you know so i kind of just got adopted in, into that and and my parents never looked back, so thank God. <laughs> nice. Uh, did you have any uh, notable teammates when you were at the Bavarians? Uh, definitely. I, I, I had a buddy uh, who actually played with me um, in rec. So all the way from the start, his dad was my coach. And I played with him all throughout high school. His name's Eric. Uh, I hope he gives us a listen. Um, but, yeah. Shout out to Eric. Yep, shout out to Eric. Uh, but soccer memories definitely start um, with Eric and I and, and playing around and, and whatever team it was, or 3v3 sometimes, which was a really cool part of, of youth soccer for me. Um, but, yeah. That's uh, that's fantastic. What uh, what position? You said you played a little bit of left back. What uh, Where all did you play as a young, young person? Um, I think, I mean, the left very brief and then uh that's why i remember it so distinctly because i was like oh like <laughs> i don't want to score goals and but um but it's got to be left back uh left wing well at that age it's just forward pretty much um so yeah after the left back just basically forward or 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 a winger um which has basically been throughout my whole life We've seen we've seen both this year. Yep, yep. Um, okay, so you're not uh, you're not sort of growing up in like a soccer family household. Did you have a favorite player at that age? Um, at, I mean, at that age, I gotta. I, I am not excited to admit that that I my first jersey was a Manchester United jersey, and um, because I'm a Spurs fan now, just had to get. And uh, that's so probably Ronaldo, 
be, I mean, that's that's basically as deep as my soccer knowledge went at that point. So uh, yeah, no, I I'm not sure. I'm not sure I could name a soccer. I'm not sure I could have named a men's soccer player at the age of eight. So <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. So I grew up in the I grew up in the town that Christy Lilly came from. So okay. like, you know, I could name Christy Lilly, but like, <laughs> aside from that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I could have named a no sorry. So we'll yeah. forgive you for liking Ronaldo at eight. <laughs> um, and you know, Syria Pat uh, over here will also forgive you for that. Oh. Um, so okay, so were you at the Bavarians then all the way through until college? Uh, I was not. So I played two years, my freshman and sophomore year of high school. I played academy. Uh, okay. Club called FC Wisconsin. Uh, played that briefly, and then I kind of was like, uh, the the club wasn't doing so hot, um, and I was kind of missing playing with my buddies. So for my last two years, I went back and played for Bavarian Club, and then played for my high school Whitefish Bay, um, which ended up being a really good decision for me. You know, it and and an academy was tough on me, and it was a time in my life when I was uh, a very small person. I got pushed around and hit a little hurt and started to get my feet under me a little bit. And um, I was glad that I went back and played with my buddies, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think the, that's a, those are the opportunities, right? Like you got to, you have limited time to be with your friends and you should, uh, you should definitely do it. So you were in uh, Bavarians then from basically eight until 13 or 14, a couple yeah. years in DA and then back to Bavaria. Yes. Cool. Um, let's just uh, focus on the evolution then. So age 12, thereabouts, right? Like middle school. Um, you're playing forward and winger for the Bavarians, scoring lots of goals. Yes. Anything else Anything else fun go happening uh, on the soccer pitch at that point? Uh, like I mentioned before, the uh, which which maybe was a little younger than – then 12, I'm, I'm not exactly sure, but uh, at, at one point there were 3v3 tournaments were, were a lot of fun, and you could play, you could go to regionals, you could go to Florida, and you could go to nationals if you if you won your local tournaments, and, and we'd always be playing against, um, once we got to like the regional one, we'd be playing against Chicago Fire kids and stuff, and, and I still know kids that are still playing soccer today and who I continue to play soccer against from that tournament. So it was just a cool, like, uh, little snippet of, of, uh, of soccer that's, that's different than what you would normally experience and, and playing against uh, a lot of kids who ended up doing good things in soccer. So That's, uh, that's awesome. Any, any names worth sharing to impress the audience? Um, uh, I mean, Jesus Perez, he, he, uh, he's on Tacoma Defiance. I ended up playing against him. Uh, later in life when he was at Magic and, and Tacoma Defiance. And, um, so so that, that would be the one name that I, that I specifically remember because I think they beat us in that tournament, and that would be why. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that'll, uh, that stinks. That stinks. Um, so you did two years on the DA circuit, but you were still going to Whitefish Bay High School? Uh, yeah. So give us uh, just like give us a little bit of rundown on um, what that DA experience was like. Like I, I mean, it sounds like it was not that fun. 
for a variety of reasons. But like, uh, you know, where do you have to go to practice? Is it based out of Milwaukee? Like Wisconsin's a pretty big state. Yeah. So our, our practices were like 45 minutes from where I lived. Um, and some guys were traveling like two hours uh, coming from Chicago or, or like Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin, which is which is quite a bit up north. Um, but I'd say a, Academy for me was a struggle. Um, kind of like I mentioned, because I was, I was a small kid then and, and I didn't have too much soccer experience before then. And, uh, just Bavarians my whole life and you get to that level and, and you're not playing against 18 year olds, but the 16s and 18s are mixed. And that was kind of my of, of guys who are going to the college level like next year and who are taking soccer like to another level of, of seriousness because when you're 13 and it's, you're not thinking about it, but when you're 17, that's all you're thinking about. Um, so for, and that's, that was the first time I met, um, a guy who I ended up playing up playing in college, uh, with, uh, Nick Moon, who plays at Indy 11 right now. Former Lansing Igni- uh, United player. Yep. And I yeah. him, uh, I think he was two or three years older than me. So he was always on the older team and, and always being impressed with him and all his teammates of, um, just being strong and, and technical and, and a good mix of, uh, a lot of things that I hadn't seen a lot before then. You should ask, uh, Joel, the about his, uh, mid season, Nick Moon stories. Oh, I'm sure Nick Moon has some stories. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So, okay. So you, uh, yeah, that sounds like a a terrible time. Actually. I think of how I was in, uh, as a freshman in high school. Um, and I too is a very short person and like, you know, I don't, I didn't want to go into the bathrooms because the older kids were so mean. So I can't imagine what it would be like, you know, if like you're playing against a guy who's trying to like get a free ride to college. Right. Like seems, uh, yeah, that, that sounds not, like not a lot. And and there's a mix between it, it, it wasn't fun for me because it was a struggle, but that's that's times in life when when you when you grow a lot. And being younger or being younger and, and smaller and having to compete against uh guys who had already grown and, and stuff like that was is good character building and skill building for a soccer player. So I didn't come out of it hating it at all. And it was a good growing experience for me and and to any kid who would ever be considering something like that and feel like they don't, they aren't supposed to be there or something is like, that's exactly the place that you should be. Hey, well said, well said. And I think one of the things that I like about this particular type of conversation that I've been having is like, it shows that there is no, there is no one path, right? Like, Absolutely you know, deciding before your junior year that like, you know, playing, playing where you were comfortable, um, obviously was the right choice for you, right? Like, I mean, how can you argue with the results? And like, I think, I think there is a lot to be said about like that mix between challenging yourself to grow and also allowing yourself to be happy. And like my own life, I run into this where like, if I'm unhappy, I'm like, Oh, I really should be doing this because it's a tough thing and I need to learn. And then like, Every once in a while, I have to step back and be like, it's okay to just, like, do the thing that I want to do. Yeah. 
and like not do this thing that sounds miserable because I think I should. So I think uh, I'm. I, it's interesting to hear how that works for you. Yeah. Uh, do at uh, Whitefish Bay your junior and senior year. What did we do? Uh, how did you do? Like, did you uh, did you guys have success? Yeah, yeah. We we won state my my senior year, so that was like just an awesome little like uh, memory for me in my soccer career is pl- is playing with my buddies and winning a state championship and and having buddies who who weren't uh, on the team but were able to watch because no one's coming to your academy games and and watching. Yeah. But not like a like a high school, you know, where everyone's like there's a whole student section and all that, and then I think that adds a lot to uh, a moment, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I, I think um, the chance to like the chance to do something successful with people that you're connected with emotionally is huge, right? Like that's the that's the whole beautiful thing about Union Omaha, like as a soccer team, right? Is like there's a connection to the local community and that's something extra for us to root for. So speaking of you, I, I knew, and it wasn't until you said it that I remembered how I knew it, but I, I was pretty sure I knew that you won a, a state championship. Did you guys play Sauk city in the final or were they the, did you play the team that beat them in the semifinal? I think we played the team that beat them. <laughs> okay. So Grant uh, also formerly of the front office, uh, Schlimgen, Slim Grin uh, played for Sock City, and like when we signed you, he was like, "Yeah, I almost played against him because he's from Whitefish Bay, but we lost in the semifinal that year." That's um, awesome. Yeah, so uh, that is that is how I knew it, but I've forgotten how I knew that. I was thinking maybe you were, were you Mister Soccer for Wisconsin, or is that is that the made up memory in my head? I was not. That's okay. That's so that's that's the part I made up in my head. Cool. <laughs> Um, so how did your college recruitment go? Right. Like talk to a bunch of folks and like, you know, you get noticed a lot on the DA circuit. Um, how did the move back to, uh, you know, home essentially, how did that affect your recruiting? Yeah. Well, I, like, I was getting noticed on the DA circuit. So I was like, <laughs> Fair um, enough. Well, because I like, I think I should be on the field and all that. And, uh, and it's funny how it worked because when I went back to Bavarian, the club coach was the uh, also the head coach of, of UWM, where I ended up committing. Um, and he was coaching his son, who was also on my team. So that's kind of – that's basically how the recruitment went, was I went, well, I went to the tryout for the team, uh, pretty much played. So that would be my, the spring of my junior year of high school, um, playing with Bavarians and – at some point in the season, pretty early on, uh, the coach made the offer, and I went back and talked about it with my family. And, and prior to that, there were a couple other schools I was talking to uh, just from going on uh, uh, tournaments around the Midwest. And um, But I ended up uh, taking the offer to Milwaukee. Both of my parents went to UWM. Um, okay. So that was kind of, they were stoked for it. And it, for me, I get to stay around the around house, sorry, around Milwaukee and people get to watch me like my family and and all that. Um, And it ended up being a decision for me in a good place. And um, 
somewhere that really pushed me to be uh, an important player from from the get go. Uh, that's that's phenomenal. I got a lot of questions about it, but I want to start with sort of the decision to be so close to home. The the parent alumni connection is really interesting, right? Like, uh, um, but was like was that in your? It, you alluded to it a little bit, but talk more about like the decision to go to a place basically down the road from where you grew up. Yeah, uh, I think the my parents being alumni was was less to do with it, and it was more to do with me being comfortable with the coach and him being honest about uh, what he sees for me. And, and he, he gave me the chance uh, like pretty much right away as a freshman. And, uh, and that was huge for me. And that makes you grow so fast. Um, So that was, that all just worked out really well for me. But as far as the decision uh, process goes, I, um, I guess I, I didn't have like, a lot of other options really. And I felt like my, my coach really believed in me and, and that I would get a good opportunity if I went there. So, so it was a, it was a pretty easy decision for me, to be honest. No, I mean, I, I think that's fair. You know, I, it's just one of those, uh, um, I, I went to college like a 20 hour drive away from home. My dad graduated from a place about as far away from home. And so like my, my whole family, has this sort of far away from home uh, college culture. My mom was four hours away. Um, my sister went about 20 hours away from home. So like, you know, it's, it's always one of those things that like you grow up with as an assumption and then you see somebody, you know, is, is staying home and it's like, Hey, I want to, I want to know more about the why on that. But uh, I, I think, you know, you factor in the fact that, you know, you're comfortable with the coach and that kind of seems like, why would you go anywhere else? Yeah. Getting recruited, right? Yes, yeah, and, and and I think that as far as coming in as a freshman and knowing the coach can be um, really advantageous, at, like to being able to uh, make sure that you you do get the chance that you uh, have been working hard for, you know. Yeah, a lot of work and uh, a lot of money goes into. Uh, soccer before you get a scholarship or anything like that, you know, so. Absolutely. Worth it. Uh, absolutely. So you led the team in scoring all four years, if, if uh, Jay Mims is correct on that one. Yes, Jay Mims. I actually think I researched that one. He is, yes, that is correct. Um, how did, what position were you playing? Uh, were you playing forward the whole time? Were you playing winger? Uh, yeah, we played a four-three-three. So I was playing uh, as a winger, but I was also playing as a striker. And kind of as the years went on, I was flipping between uh, left wing striker and right wing, just kind of based on the, the style we were playing and and who else um, we had on our team. And um, so it, it kind of just depended, but. But even if you're playing uh, as a left wing or a right wing in a in a four three three, you you're basically you can get yourself into this position that uh, a striker will find himself in a lot, you know. Yeah, uh, that's totally fair. Where did you find sort of the most success in college, in terms of p- positionally? Um, I think 
positionally uh, in college, obviously it always depends on who you're playing against and, and what kind of era of your of your college career you're talking about. But um, I, I think I like to be uh, on the wing. In, in a, if we're playing a 4-3-3, it's nice to be on the wing and, and get a little space down the, down the side and being able to make diagonal runs towards the goal is – uh, something that I enjoy doing and something that I can also do if I'm playing striker in Union Omaha's formation, which is 4-4-2. So they're kind of similar in a way, uh, if that makes I mean, Yeah. I mean, we can we spend a little bit of time later talking about positions, yeah. uh, particularly for Union Omaha. But uh, so besides, besides Nick Moon, like is um, – you know, did did the team have success while you were there? Did you guys send guys to the pros? Are you guys, you know, winning games in the postseason? What was uh, what was sort of what were your I, what was yeah? Let's start with that. Then I'll have a follow. Uh, I think I mean I know before I got there, there were a lot of uh, there were a decent amount of guys who uh, were getting sent were getting sent up and and overseas and and getting their shot with as far as trials and and stuff like that and and I don't think the alumni are as decorated as some of the bigger schools um but I mean right when I got there uh as a as a freshman and a sophomore especially I felt like the guys around me even if they choose uh in the end not to really go for soccer uh were were high quality players and and like comparing them to a lot of the players that I've played with throughout the years have, have been really talented so um but I wasn't necessarily expecting to get that after college uh the opportunity yeah fair enough so let's uh I think I think uh it was during your conversation with League One Fund that you mentioned um, your USL two time was sort of the, the moment that turned in your head um, that you thought maybe this could keep going. Um, how did you end up in, at the Ventura County Fusion? Um, that was actually a connection through our goalie coach. Uh, his name's and, and, he, and he was a younger guy, so he, he knew the team pretty well, and, and he was pretty close with all the players. And and I had talked to him and I had talked to our head and assistant coach. And um, I had never played USL before that. And and I heard good things about it. So I, I basically went up to them and I was like, uh, I, I would love to play USL, um, USL 2 if there's an opportunity. And they kind of put out some feelers. And, and that's the, the one that, that ended up working. And and obviously he was in California for, for a good USL2 team, and it's pretty much exactly what I, I could have asked for, you know. Uh, and you scored goals like crazy, right? Yeah, and, and that, that was a fun team to play for as well. A uh, good mix of guys. And, um, and yeah, we had a lot of success, and we, and we scored a lot of goals for sure. I won't litigate where you were on the goal uh, goal scoring chart since that's been a uh, simmering feud on the internet for me. But um, you scored a lot of goals. I believe it was nine in like 14 games. Yes. I think nine and um, 14 and then, and then one in the playoffs. 
Beautiful. Um, what, like, what, well, I guess what led you to sort of want to try for the summer? Was it like, hey, this would be a cool thing to do? Like, I mean, Ventura County, California seems like an awesome place to spend the summer, but it doesn't sound like you were, you, you know, like intending to go to California. You just went where the opportunity was. But what, um, like, what drove you to sort of try the USL2 route? And then you come back for your senior season and like, are you armed with confidence? Like I'm going to make a go at a pro career. Yeah. I mean, definitely a confidence boost of, of coming off a season, playing on a good team and, and, and scoring a lot of goals is, is going to help no matter, no matter where you're playing, you know? So I definitely would say that it helped with it. And those teammates uh, as well as my UWM teammates were always uh, like supporting me and, and give me confidence like that. And, and, I think seeing success over the summer and, and coming back and, and people being psyched to go into the season and, and encouraging me to score goals was, was something that definitely uh, helped me a lot. And I was glad because um, my coaches were encouraging me to do the USL two as well, and which I was, uh, was glad about because not all coaches do in college. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. Um, and so you, okay, so you spend the summer on the West Coast, come back, have a pretty good senior year. It's November. Like, are you hearing from a lot of people? How does the, how does the, how do you end up in Omaha for the tryout or for the it, combine, the invitational, whatever you want yeah, to call it? Yeah, so, so I'm not hearing from a lot of people, but I also, uh, I didn't really have an, an agent that I was working with or, um, so I was kind of leaning heavily on on my coaches just to to set me up, and and that's what ended up happening was my assistant coaches. Um, he used to play with Mims actually in uh, in pro, I think. Just, okay. Just Cincinnati yeah, or whatever. I believe they were even. I think they were roommates, so I think they were pretty close. And um, and Omaha was having because because it was a new team. Their, the trial was earlier for Omaha than it was for a lot of the other clubs. I think I think that was a deliberate J Mims choice. Yeah, I um, would not doubt that. Yeah, and I, I actually um, I, I think one of the reasons was he felt like even well, this may be giving away too much J. I'm gonna we're, I'm gonna tell this. I'm gonna Pat put a marker in. I'm gonna tell this anecdote, and if we have to take it out, yeah. we will. But uh, he wanted to, because he figured guys would go to other ones, and if they talked up how, like how you know successful it was, how the organization was great, how like we were all you know it was all awesome yeah. basically, um, like that would help us. Maybe not year one, but future years as well. So I think that was the uh, I think that was the rationale and thought process behind the yeah, early one. So. I think that having it early and, and knowing that he's going to pick a, just like a couple guys from 30 or, or 40 uh, person tryout um, definitely played to his advantage of, of like of being able to have the chance to kind of tell us what you guys were about and, and stuff like that. So I, I agree. I think it was a deliberate uh, move. Yeah, no, and I, I mean, I think everything Jay does is pretty well thought out. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and give him plenty of credit for that. Um, so I, I heard 
in your interview with League One Fund that uh, because the team's media guys were talking to you, you had a pretty good idea um, that they were looking good. In that interview, you played it cool like you didn't know what was going on, even though you gave amazing answers like you knew exactly what was going on. Um, particularly saying your new favorite team was Union Omaha. Yeah. That was such a great touch. Um, yeah, no, and uh, especially after I shattered that vase, you played that pretty cool too. So. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was a. I kept meaning to tell them about it, and I never did. So, what are you gonna I don't do? Need to. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. That, yeah, these things happen in conference rooms all the time. I'm sure. Um, so what? Like, so you you really had very little interest. So you know, Jay drives you to the airport. Uh, I assume says we want to sign you after, you know, you have a bananas weekend at the uh, Omaha yep. at the center. Um, what what was your thought process going into that decision? Uh, going into the like deciding to come to Omaha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically saying yes to Jay's uh, offer. Basically, how that went down without like being getting into too much detail is just me talking with a lot of people that. I've stayed connected with over the years and I know have my best interests kind of. And um, like you were saying, uh, the, the club was doing good things and, and people who, who knew that were, were very encouraging of, um, of Omaha and, and that they were, that you guys were ready to give me a chance. And, and I didn't, I really didn't have much lined up after that anyways. Um, so it kind of worked out perfectly um, from that point of view. And, uh, I mean, it, it it just made sense to me. And I got to stay close to home-ish again. So so that was, it just uh, – everything fell into place in a way, I'll say. Yeah. No, I, I think that's great. Obviously, you know, I'm thrilled you're here. Um, I want to – there's two things I want to talk about. Um, one – did you and Jay talk at that point about what position you were going to play? Um, that's that's thing one. And then two, it, it is crazy to me with the season you had for Ventura County that there was not more interest. Do you have any insight into that? Like, um, Sometimes in USL2, because it's a big league, there's a lot of times when, when – professional teams or whoever it is looking at those stats doesn't take those as, as seriously as, as, uh, as I am right now. Well, just as seriously as, as college stats or, or college season, you know, if you come off a killer college season compared to USL two, it, it's a lot better for you. And I think a lot of USL two is, is, is new and they're they're building it up right now, but it, but it's been a long time coming, kind of. So, um, it's both matter. I don't want to say like USL two doesn't matter, but it just doesn't get you the same recognition. I would say. I mean that's that's fair enough. I mean I, I think it's just uh, it's 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 been one of those things that like as time's gone on. Um, you know, nine goals, six assists, and 12 games is, like, pretty legit, yeah. right? So, um, all right, cool. So, in your conversations with Jay, 
did you guys talk about what position you were going to play for Union? Yeah, I mean, I think the the plan maybe initially at the trial because I think I was playing striker at the trial, um, but I think I also mixed to playing on the wings. So uh, I think it's pretty true to how Jay thought it would uh, work out is me mixing between left mid and and striker and being kind of whatever one works better in the system that we're playing. And for me, um, I, I enjoy playing both. And I've scored more goals at striker, but I learned a lot at because it's yeah. it's there's more of a, it's more of a midfield position than than I've played in the past. So so I enjoyed it. It's a very diplomatic answer. Um, I think yeah, it's been it's been interesting to watch the roster um, sort of evolve and and attackers move around uh, in various positions and then you know, that, that sort of shift sort of unlocks some success over the last yeah. few weeks. Um, so it's been, uh, and just, uh, in, since Pat and I just discussed that we aren't entirely positive when this will come out, we're talking Thursday night before the final home game, just so people have some context. And uh, Evan has scored three goals and had two assists in the last four games this point i won't ask you to confirm that uh like you're counting your own stats there but uh i'm pretty sure that's right the last time i looked it up so um so how's how's season one of your professional career um i like we talked about before i I think the covid has definitely like just been a, a bomb to drop on a first year of of pro soccer um but as far as the season overall and, and the club and the people that I've met and, and the coaches and, and everything has, has really worked out in a way that has helped me personally and a lot of other guys grow as players and, and people. And I, I, I can't say that there's a lot of negatives um, about this year, despite everything that has happened in the world. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think, you know, it's, uh, there's, there's been a lot happening in everybody's life, but some of it, my opinion has been, you know, a lot of what's happening has been uncomfortable, but very necessary. So, um, not to end on that note, cause I have a couple more questions, but that would have been a good one. If, you know, I was going to end on that note, but, uh, what, so you finished up college, um, in Omaha I assume the transition to everybody working online made it a little bit easier for you to finish Funny how up that your degree. It really helped me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. It's, uh, what was it like to balance sort of pro soccer and finishing up college was, uh, for a few it, months? It was tough, and the thing is, I didn't even have to be in like a, a, a full preseason when I was in when I was still in online school. But after that, it was basically just like being a, a student because all, I wasn't able to really go anywhere once all the COVID stuff hit. Um, but I, I, if, if we would have had a full season with the online school, it would have made it a lot tougher um, just because it's a lot of things to be keeping track of. And, and there's a lot of mental things that go on during, during a season. Um, 
of of soccer and just making sure you're at your best and and worrying about school is just another thing to to have floating around in your mind. Uh yeah, I can like I yes, I can't imagine that, but you caught you caught a little bit of a break with the COVID thing, so um what has sort of been your defining like what will you remember uh you know 10 15 years from now most about this season sort of aside from the covid let's talk on the field what will sort of be your definitive um, memory well, there's a couple because uh one of the cool things uh about our preseason was going to uh utah and and spending a week there and, and playing against championship teams and uh for me, that was like the first kind of taste of pro soccer and and playing against quality uh, championship sides that did well last year and and being able to go there and I uh, I thought I I played well and I thought our team played well and um, and I was I was pleasantly surprised with with those results and everything that happened so that was like. My early uh, it's incredible uh, memory. And let's uh, just to derail this for one second. Lou City is about to be in the final, right? Or is, you know, one game away from the final. We yeah. played them to a draw. So I, I want to come, I want to come clean about something and this is the time to do it. So I was, I was in Utah on a ski trip. I came down for the game. So I'm sitting there with my buddy, Jose. Uh, and this guy is sitting next to me. He's wearing loose city stuff, but like whatever. I just assume you know he's maybe a fan, PR guy, whatever. So and he's like asking me who all these players are, and I'm like super excited about you know all these great guys that Jay has scouted and all these like you know the the Evan Conways, the Elias out there, where right like you know guys that like our coaching staff's grit have found and like put together into this team. So I'm like super excited. So I'm like explaining who everybody is, like all the facts that I remember from uh, signing everything. And like, so I tell this guy, all this stuff. And then uh, it turns out it was John Hackworth. And I basically like did all his scouting for him um, going into that game. So I was really pleased that you guys uh, had a draw anyway. And I didn't oh, yeah. ruin the whole thing then. right off the bat. <laughs> that. Uh, anyway, so that's, uh, that's my confession. So, uh, that's memory one. What's uh, memory two? Memory two, I would say was, was coming out of, um, of, of our quarantine practices, which were pretty much four V four or, um, four person practices, sorry. And, uh, and coming out of that into a quick preseason and then into a quick end of the season of like, uh, 16 games basically a college season and uh but the but the memory uh, of course is is coming coming to uh warner park and and scoring a goal in in the second game and just like soaking it in after scoring you know looking around and just soaking it in i mean i think i i think as someone who's sort of uh you know, because we had the moment with the vase, I always felt like a little more connected to you maybe than the other players. Some of the other players, right? Like you were like the first player, maybe the only player I had like a little bit of a role in signing. And so like for me to have you score that first goal was, was special for me. But like, you know, to get to watch somebody who like I kind of watched through that big moment in yeah. their life have 
well, it was truly an incredible moment. It was, uh, it was a great thing. And that, that's certainly going to be on my list of, uh, prime takeaways from the year. That was a definitely and incredible I, I hope that I can add to these memories in the next uh, week or so. Yeah, there we go. That's that's what we're going to end on. And, uh, you know, you're just basically calling your shot. And by the time everyone hears this, you know, the legend yeah, will have yeah. only grown. <laughs>